Thank you for coming in at such short notice, Sam. Steve, why did you have to call me in? I've been doing nothing but work for this past week, and I'm this close to finishing the pilot. So, Peter's almost completed the script? About 95% of it. I still need to do my 5%, then take 100% of the credit. Judging by how calm you're acting, I'm guessing you haven't been online recently? You know I go off grid when I make Peter right. I, I mean, right. And you know Imogen supervises me when I go online, after she caught me on... Watching porn? Nah, she put a parental lock on the Wi-Fi. Do you remember a rather distasteful joke you made? <sighs> Dave, I've performed about a thousand distasteful jokes. Can you narrow it down? After you performed it, an audience member stormed out. Yet again, narrow it down. Sam! Just tell me what the joke was. I'm not really comfortable saying it. Just come out with it already. The one about sexual assault. Oh, the date rape joke! Who's got their panties in a twist about it? Literally everyone. Everyone. Sam, this might end your career. Purgatory. Written by FTR Warren. Starring Sandy Jack, Lucas Solcock, Baron Elizabeth, Jacob Harwood, Charlotte Cattrall and Louisa Cajero. Guest starring Will Hayes as Steve, Sonia Lorenzo as Sarah, Kevin Dickinson as the shopkeeper, and Benjamin Jones as Gareth Jenkins. Episode 3. The Bad Joke. remember someone was filming the gig at the back of the club? Yeah, I asked them to upload the video. You were the one who asked them to upload it. I needed the exposure. Sam, do an internet search of your name right now. Holy fuck! Hashtag ban Sam? That's not creative at all. What are they so pissed off about? That's you. A straight white male made a joke about date rape. But that wasn't even the joke I made. I never advocated or encouraged date rape. Oh, it gets worse. How can it get worse? The studio's involved now. Oh, they can fuck off. They said they can't afford to have their image tarnished by people who make jokes of that nature. They don't want to be part of the problem. So I'm the problem now? Yeah, in this context, you are. Sam, if you don't fix this, then they'll cut all our funding. But that is ridiculous. I'm going to make them a killing with this new show. Sam, I'm not debating this. You need to sort this out now. Come on, Steve. I'm bulletproof. I'm going to have a difficult time representing you in good conscience. But Steve, you've been my agent for... Well... You've been my only agent. I know. And I fucking wish I was around when you made that joke. Because I would have stopped you. But offensive comedy is my thing. No, it's not, Sam. You write smart and insightful comedy about the human condition. You don't make jokes that take the piss out of rape victims. But I didn't do that. Look, let's watch it now and I'll point out. It doesn't matter, Sam. The public have spoken and you ultimately work for them. Is anyone getting annoyed at the audience for laughing? Don't start debating with me, Sam. You need to rectify this situation. End of. Ugh, you sound exactly like my school teachers. Well, shit, Sam. Maybe they had a point. So, are you going to apologise, Sam? For what? What? You made a very bigoted joke towards Sinead. No, I didn't. He said bomb making was in my family. <laughs> it was a joke, Sinead. Everyone laughed. What? What? Oh, well, I didn't. <sighs> Sinead, can Sam and I have the room, please? Uh, why me? I didn't do anything wrong. The longer you're in the room, Sinead, the longer this boy has an audience. But he hasn't apologised Oh, he will. Trust me, he will. No, boy. He will, publicly. Oh! <sighs> Sam, 
Is everything okay at home? I guess. How's your mum doing? I don't want to talk about it. I'm asking, Sam, because... <sighs> Every time you act out like this, usually something's going wrong at home. Huh? What did she say this time? She said that I should be grateful to have any friends at all, and people oh. don't like me, they just tolerate me. And how does that make you feel? Oh, she's probably just off her meds again. She'll be fine in a couple of days. Sam... How would you feel if I made a joke about your mum's mental health in front of the class? Mrs Joy, I see what you're doing here. Miss Joy. Mr Joy! Sam. Sorry. Miss Joy! How would you feel, Sam? You would never make a joke like that. You're a teacher. It's different. It's not different, Sam. Like, oh. You're a very smart and creative young man. And your ability to make people laugh deliberately is its a gift. I could see you as a stand-up comic. Really? Yeah, really. But you need to understand what the consequences of words are and how there are real-world effects when you make jokes like the one you made to Sinead, especially when she did nothing to upset you. Do you, do you see where I'm coming from here? No. Oh, hmm. Here's your punishment. I want you to write a piece of stand-up for me. Channel some of that warranted anger you have into something positive. Let's make it, ooh, 500 words long. If you don't bring it in tomorrow, I will have to put you in detention. Oh, and here we have Sam Shitkins performing outdated, contrary, insignificant, misogynistic comedy. For every gig he's barred from, I will donate £100 to a women's shelter. Oh, Sam. What have you done? So, what seems to be the problem, mate? It's me clutch. It's not engaging. The car bloody won't move. Not a problem, mate. Should be an easy fix, but it will cost you. Hold on a second. Uh, sorry, um... You're Gareth Jenkins, aren't you? It's me. Peter. Who? Peter Butterfield. Peter? You look... Different? Yeah. I hit puberty when I was 17. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oversharing. Mate, you're getting stressed out. What's up? The last time we saw each other, you split my lip open, Gareth. Oh, come on, Peter. That was ages ago. I've got kids now, after I got together with Barry. Barry? Oh, yeah, I'm gay. Okay. I met Bazza at the gym. He helped me come out to everyone, and now we're married with two kids. Baza and... Gaza, and before you ask, yes, we use those names on our wedding invitations. <laughs> Listen, mate, if you don't want me fixing your car, I'll understand. Oh, no. Oh, God, <laughs> that'd be petty. No. How about I make a cuppa and we'll have a little natter whilst the boys look at the car? Are you still mates with Seb? Yeah. How's he doing? He's all right. I only ask because when I saw him last at the reunion, he yelled fuckface at me. I wanted to go over and have a word and maybe square things away, but um, it seems like he's still mad at me. Well, Gareth, yeah, you were ruthless to him. And Sinead. And me. And <laughs> everyone else. I was an angry teammate. You remember my dad? Sort of. I don't really speak to him anymore. I told him about my being gay and all, and he just stopped talking to me. He's never seen my kids. Last thing he told me... So I was an embarrassment. And so I thought, well, fuck him. So I guess that's why I wanted to talk to Seb, because, well, he was raised by his dads, weren't he? And after all the shit I gave him... Maybe it would be good for you both to talk. So, 
What happened after you left school? Studied theatre at uni, and now I teach drama at St Francis's. What? You're a teacher at our old school? Those kids must have eaten you alive! <laughs> Sometimes they do. <laughs> have, you, have you got Gareth in your class? We refer to the problem kids as Gareth's. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, mate! <laughs> Peter, here's my card. Could you tell Sebastian that I want to apologise to him? And Sinead, I want to make amends, you see. After I saw him, it, it all came back. I felt proper ashamed. Look, I won't mug you off with the repairs. I'll do it at cost. Thanks, mate. Listen, Mum. You can't call me that. Because no other mother calls their son a... No, actually, Imogen's still with me. Because she loves me. Have you taken your medication? You need to take your meds to stay balanced. If you call me that word one more time, I'm hanging up. I fucking warned you. You're back early. Don't talk to me, Sam. I'm not in the mood. So I guess you went on the internet today. Why on earth would you make a joke about that? It was funny at the time. What exactly is funny about sedating a girl against her will and then violating her? No one does that to a laugh track. And as for why I'm back so early, the university have asked me to take a personal day whilst they review whether having their wife of a stand-up moron, oh sorry, comic, Sam Simpkins, would be good for their image. Irony above all ironies. I was this close to getting the crisis centre fully funded, rather than having to rely on charitable donations. What are you doing? I'm packing a bag. I'll be staying with Sinead and Sebastian. But Emmy, it's the internet. They're all wankers. This kind of shit would never have happened ten years ago. There you go again. For once, take responsibility for your actions and grow up. That'll be 8.50, please, love. Sounds. Hold on. Is that a maiden tattoo on your arm? Yeah. Why? Well, I'm a proper maidenhead. I used to be a roadie back in the old days. You were a rosy to maiden? That's amazing. Did you see them in Rio? Well, well, I wasn't exactly maiden's roadie. Who were you a roadie for, then? Smash mouth. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Well... If it's not the highlight of my day, how are you, Imogen? Bloody hell, that's a lot of chocolate. Before you ask, yes, it's all for me. Alexia? Imogen? Alexia? Well, this is a bit awkward. Do you remember when you broke my husband's nose? It's a treasured memory. Fancy doing it again? bet you could eat all of that and stay the same size. Don't judge. Every woman is entitled to eat their feelings every so often. I have a question for you. Go on. I never got why you fell for Sam. It's puzzled me for ages. Yeah. Still puzzles me now. Especially now. Then why not just leave him and find someone else? There's a lot about Sam that people don't know. He keeps a lot of stuff private. Especially now he's famous. What sort of stuff? Stuff I, I can't really talk about. I'd like us to be friends. Agreed. I have to admit, you did a very good job training Peter. Did you know that he asked me out too? Back at uni. Really? Yeah, he did. 
But unlike you, I said there and then that I wasn't interested and there was no chance. And after a couple of days of sulking, we were best mates. I kind of wish I did the same thing in retrospect. By the way, contrary to popular belief, I never trained Peter. I just gave him a little confidence boost. To be honest, I think he did more for me. At uni, he let me crash in his room for about two weeks while the whole Tom thing was playing out. In order to... No. He stayed elsewhere. He wanted it to be my safe house. He never asked for anything in return. Really? I guess that's why I had an issue with you and Sam. Even now, Peter is currently writing about the worst time in his life so that Sam can keep his job. Which may not even happen now. I hear poisoning doesn't show up on an autopsy. (laughs) (laughs) You know your crisis centre? Oh, you mean the soon-to-be ex- crisis centre. Do you need any volunteers? If it's you, then absolutely. We'd love to have you. By the way, how are you coping after Tom appearing out of nowhere? It'll be a while till I get a good night's sleep. Hopefully using the whole thing to help out other women might help me too. Thanks for having me over. Always a pleasure, mate. How you doing? Well, apart from being dumped and having my car break down on the same day, Not as bad as I thought. We both love you, Peter. But we kind of saw it coming. Yeah. Anyone who just wants you for sex is a twat. Fuck them. And good on you, you know, for making what you want important. (laughs) Cheers, mate. Oh, by the way, guess who's fixing me car? Who? Gareth Jenkins. Cool. Where's his workshop... Let's go firebomb it. Sebastian! No, fuck him, Sinead. I wish I'd knocked him out at the reunion. Sweetheart, you're, you're above that sort of thing. Why are you letting that knobhead fix your car? He's changed now. In fact, he's gay now. And? He's married. And they've adopted two kids. He could have cured fucking cancer for all I care. He wants to apologise to you both. Well, he can shove his bloody apology up his arse. Sebastian has a point, Peter. It'll take more than an apology for us to forgive him. Please say you haven't forgiven him, Peter. I agree to babysitting his kids for the night. Barry and Gary need to have some time to just be a couple. It's open! Peter, didn't you learn anything from the town fiasco? Only me. Oh, hey. How are you doing, lovely? Anyone know of a good divorce lawyer? (laughs) You really fucked (sighs) up, mate. Sarah, you don't have to remind me. (laughs) Yeah, I do. Come on, you were there that night. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was. I went on stage after you. So... Mate, if you're asking for sympathy... Sarah, don't be like that. (laughs) I think I will, Sam. I hated that joke. You didn't say anything about it at the time. Oh, yeah. That would have gone down so well. Having the only female comic tell the other boys that she didn't like the rape joke... Was it really that bad? Sam, you know that I had to work twice as hard as you to make the audience laugh. Knowing that half the audience didn't think I should be on stage in the first place. When I started out, I had to make jokes I was uncomfortable with just to get a rise from the audience. My agents told me that I have to do something more than just apologising. He's right. But I have no idea what to do. I mean, I just said some words on the stage. I didn't murder anyone. I'm not even going to buy that rhetoric for a second, Sam. You see, this is the problem. You're privileged. 
Men like you can't make jokes like that and then act all innocent and confused when people are rightfully offended. Ugh, you're turning on me too. Let me ask you this. Have you ever had your drink spiked? Well, obviously not. Do you remember the audience for that night? Sort of. Do you remember the girl walking out? Yeah. Well, that was my girlfriend, Cindy. She was going to see me perform for the first time and... She's also a survivor. Oh, shit. Because of you, Sam, my now wife is terrified to see me perform live, just in case anyone makes jokes like that again. For fuck's sake, Sarah, you should have said something. You know that I would have apologised. You don't remember what you used to be like, Sam. You were funny. But you weren't a nice person. Did I tell you that Emmy's mad too? The university don't want the wife of Sam Simpkins to ruin their image. And she's been the one who's been raising the funds to form a crisis centre. How in God's name you landed that woman is still a mystery to me. You know why I didn't disown you after that night? Why? Remember that night when I uh, completely died on stage? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. (laughs) After the show, you sat with me in the green room for like over an hour. I was crying and swearing off performing again. You were having none of it. You said that I needed to continue to show young, aspiring female comics that it was possible. After that night, you used your street cred to get me as many nights as possible to learn the craft and get better. Then you uh, gave me guest spots on your sitcom, knowing that I've never studied acting. You've done a lot for me. I'm completely out of my depth here. Remember that you have fame on your side. That one joke you made is a small example of a systemic problem in stand-up comedy. Especially for anyone who isn't straight, white and male. Why not use your privilege to make a positive change? Go on. You've made it as a stand-up. Both of us know that is no easy feat. How about taking a step back and giving others a chance? You're pitching something to me, aren't you? No, Sam. I'm throwing you a lifeline. I run stand-up comedy workshops for comics who think their gender identity, sexual preference, disability or ethnicity will be a barrier to getting an audience. They're all really funny, but they've never performed live because they're terrified of the heckling. It's just a shame because their comedy is so different to what's going on in the mainstream. Do you want me to organise a showcase? Obviously I do. I could put on a massive night, invite people from the industry... Everyone could get a ten-minute slot. And... We could make it a charity gig? For... My wife's crisis centre? How does it feel? How does what feel? Doing something selfless for a change. Ah! Oh, Sam! What are you doing here? School finished an hour and a half ago. Go away, Sinead. You've been... Crying, Sam? I said go away. I've never seen you cry. Well, piss off. What's happened? I've been kicked out. Of school? No, I wish. My house. Why? My mum's got this thing. A condition. She can't manage her emotions and sometimes she gets mad for no reason. Takes it out on me. Have you told a grown-up about this? What, and then get put into foster care? She's still my mum. Parents take care of their children, Sam. That's their job. Oh, get off your high horse, you need. Not every family is like the Von Trapps. Don't lash out at me. Just just because you're angry. Um, I'm sorry for earlier. Oh. Thank you. I'm actually quite jealous of your parents. What? 
I wouldn't be. At least your mum and dad doesn't control what you do, say and think. Or who you hang out with after school. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> but what are you going to do? What I usually do. Show up at Sebastian's house and ask his dad to take me in for a while. Oh, yeah. His dad's. <laughs> you don't believe the shite your parents say about him. I, I... I try not to. Did you know there's a joke in the Bible? Huh? And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? Ba-boom-boom. Boom. It means don't point out other people's flaws when you already have plenty of your own to deal with. That's why I would never judge Sebastian. Do you seriously think that having gay dads is a flaw? Not if they're just happy. Oh, come on, Sam. Just because my parents say stuff like that doesn't mean I believe it. What's it like to be a nice person, Sinead? I'm sure you're nice deep down. Nah, I'm an asshole. Sebastian! Stay the fuck away from Peter, me and my wife, or I swear to God, I will knock you out. Mate, hold on. No, 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 stand down, lads. I fucking mean it. Mate, you've got all the right in the world to be angry. Hasn't he got all the right in the world to be angry? You can manipulate Peter. Fucking hell, anyone can manipulate Peter, but not me. Stay the fuck away. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I deserve that. Welcome to tonight's showcase. Before we kick things off, I need to say something. Please everyone get your phones out and record what I'm about to say. I would first like to publicly apologise for what I said. It doesn't matter it was six years ago and if I had better judgement back then I would never have made a joke like that. It's a terrible idea to make jokes about things that you have no experience in because you'll never fully grasp the emotional impact that they have. Incidentally, I'll be doing a new show about what it's like to give birth. (coughs) There are several reasons why I'm doing this night. Firstly, I now realise that my life, on the whole, is perfect. I have my dream career, an amazing wife. Life is far from perfect for the people who come to this much-needed crisis centre. I can't even begin to imagine what my life could have been like if being straight, white and male was a minority or a reason for being attacked. Secondly, and make sure all of you are still recording, the university, who by the way wanted to fire my wife because of what I said, are not funding the centre directly. <laughs> Give me an H! Give me a Y! Oh, this is going to take too long. They're hypocrites. There will be more nights like this, so watch this space. Also, to all the agents in the room, If you don't sign all of these comics, just remember, I've still got footage from last year's Christmas party. So without further ado, in the words of Mrs. Lincoln, if she were a comic, let's get on with the show. That was Purgatory, written by FTR Warren, starring Sandra Jack, Lewis Alcott, Baron Elizabeth, Jacob Harwood, Charlotte Cottrell and Louisa Cajero. Guest starring Will Hayes as Steve, Sonny De Lorenzo as Sarah, and Kevin Dickinson as the shopkeeper, and Benjamin Jones as Gareth Jenkins. Follow us on Twitter at Purgatory the Drama and Purgatory the Drama Podcast. Cheers. Cheers.